It's Friday. It's time for the board, the Brewers Briefing. I'm glad to have you with us for the ride this morning. How the heck are you? Hope you're doing good. I'm doing good. Fantastically. Thanks for asking. Hey, you want to get involved in the show? This is where we talk about current events, what's happening in the world of news. And it's interesting most of the time, especially when you get involved. So give us a call. Give us a text. 918-756-3646 is the number. Write it down. Lock it in. Put it in your speed dial. 918 918- Seven five six thirty six forty six, and you need to get off the fence today and call. Okay, it's really fun to talk on the radio. Give it a try. Nine one eight seven five six thirty six forty six. We podcast this sucker out there on the worldwide uh, podcast internet webs uh, on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and other places. So check it out out there if you if you miss a show, God forbid. And we also put it up on the website too. It's everywhere. And the website is listentothebrew.com. That's also where the Tradio stuff is, and that's coming up at 9 o'clock. Don't miss that. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's that. Let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what we got going on out there. 65 degrees. Going to be a nice day, nice weekend coming up. That's some good news right there. 84 degrees today, partly sunny, mostly sunny skies. A, a, a 20% chance of a shower this afternoon, but that's not very much. Tonight, partly cloudy and 57. Tomorrow, sunshine and 83 degrees. That's good. Winds only five tomorrow. Great Lake Day. Great Lake Weekend, really. Sunday, sunshine 84. Winds at five. <laughs> that lake's going to be glass. It's going to be nice. Memorial Day. What does it got? Slight chance of a shower in the afternoon. 30% chance. Mostly cloudy and high near 82 degrees. South winds five to 10. And Tuesday, we'll keep rolling on out there. Slight chance of a shower, 83. Same for Wednesday and Thursday. We'll see mid-80s and still a very slight chance of a shower in the forecast. So pretty gum nice right there. That's a good forecast for Memorial Day weekend. What's the temperatures around the state right now, you ask? We had mid-50s up at the Panhandle. And let's see, 60s almost everywhere else. And there's a couple of little hot spots. Tishomingo is going to win the day at 71 degrees already. Lane at 70. I don't think I've ever been there. 69 at Holdenville and Okima and Eufaula. All right, so that's that. And uh, we've got all the other stuff, I think, out of the way. And, and I love it when you text in just good mornings and how are you and good to be here. And that's all good, too. Appreciate that. Now I like it, and uh, so 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 do that as well. All right, let's see what's happening in the world of news. What do we have queued up for you, my friend, today? It's uh, it, we got some stuff. We got some stuff. I'm going to start with start with political uh, column today. We have a claim that hit the the wait. What is this? We got a, we got a call already, and let's go to the phone lines and see. I think this is Barb. Good morning. Is this Barb? I tell you what it is. Woo! Boy, it's good to hear your voice this morning. How are you? Are you home from that hospital? I got to come home yesterday evening. Oh, well, praise God. It, I mean to tell you, they put you through the paces and everything. Oh, you got to echo, sweetie. Oh, let me turn that. Let me turn the uh, my, my headphones down. Keep trying it. Okay. Well, anyway... Yes, I've had quite a siege of it, and I really do thank you for all your prayers and everything else that you put up. And I hope you said a good word for all of us. Well, tell tell everybody and again I mean, what happened. Now, you broke, you, you tripped <laughs> tripped over your oxygen. Is that what happened? Your oxygen cords yeah, and broke a hip yeah. or broke a femur? Well, broke a femur, and I think it's a little chunk out of my hip. But anyhow, what I had done, I had worked my way off. The oxygen, and I had just left that cord up there, you know, with the thing still going because I thought, well, if I did have a, a surge of uh, not wanting to breathe or whatever, I get back on it. And so my nurse had just left that Wednesday morning, and everything was just kosher as could be. And so I let I went to the front door to lock the door after her. And I come in here, and I'd throw that line up over my chair. And it's the first day I got to really get dressed and everything, you know, because I was going to town. Woo-hoo. So, it, <laughs> yes. 
I says, well, I guess it was the good Lord told me, he says, I need to stop and rest or something. Because I was coming around the end of the breakfast bar, and that thing just jumped up and grabbed me. Mm. And then the floor, before I knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it's one time I could not get up by myself. So they had four gentlemen come, and they couldn't let me walk or anything else, you know, to the journey. So they picked up a kitchen chair with me in it and took me out. So I went to the Okmulgee Hospital and stayed there till 3.30 that evening. And this happened at 10.30 in the morning. So I went to Hillcrest South and they couldn't do my surgery right away because I'd taken the blood thinner. Mm. So that Wednesday, so Friday, I got Friday evening. I got to have surgery, and then after they discharged me there, I went over the convalescent home, which was about a block away, named Pam Rehab Center, you know. And, I mean, that that is a very nice rehab center, very, very nice. And so then yesterday I got escorted home. Well, that that feels good to be back home, doesn't it? Oh, I'm telling you, you don't have any idea. <laughs> wow. How old are you, Barb? I'm 90 days, I mean, 90 years, and from 4, 8, and 33, so a month old, somewhere a month and a half. Wow. That is, yep. uh, that's got to be tough on a 90-year-old. <laughs> I would think yeah. that's tough on anybody. But you're kind of tough as old that's, boot leather you are. I know I is. Mm-hmm. I've had a... Kind of a rough go all life, you know, and I worked hard and this and that. So I just figured, well, I had an aunt one time that lived to be 95, so I said, nothing else. I can try to go for it. Well, I think but you're I doing good. Have... Well, I missed your program, Keto, because it didn't what? have a radio with What? You. you missed the program? Oh, my gosh, Barb. I mean, I know you were going through stuff, but come on now. Where are your priorities? <laughs> Well, I didn't have a radio with me, but I sure missed you. Well, gosh, missed you too. I'm glad you called this morning. It's really good to get an update from you. That's that's great. Well, well, I'll tell all the others. You don't have to be 90 to fall and get everything that you hadn't had all your life. You know, it's just like I had the COVID and then pneumonia and then a little oxygen trouble and then fell after I was over all of that stuff. Mm. So. God was there with me, and he's protected me, and that's just about the size of it. Yeah, he's good about that. Well, that's. I'm glad you're home and recovering, and, and that's good. I've got two lovely girls here this morning that are helping me recover. It's my daughter and granddaughter from oh, Wichita. good. So we got to visit here. So just keep us in your prayers, and I appreciate everyone that was uttered. Well, absolutely. We'll continue to do so. And uh, thanks again for the call, Barb. You, you check in any time, all right? You better believe it. All right. We're loving you. Bye-bye. That's old Barb right there. Man, what a what a deal she's been through. Can you imagine? Golly, I mean, I, I'm a big old baby when it comes to that stuff. I can't even imagine doing that at 90 years old and having to go through all that broken femur. Are you kidding me? Man. Anyway, good to hear her voice. She sounded... Good, a little perky this morning. That's good stuff right there. Yes, keep praying for Barb. Continued recovery. That is good. Okay, we were talking about the government lying to you. I know this comes as a shock, ladies and gentlemen, that your government is uh, regularly lying to you. That's true. It's true. It's happening every day, all the time, and it's shocking. I know, and here's another lie they, they, uh, they have out here. U.S. Customs and Border Protection The CBP said that claims that migrants will be provided free travel and transportation to their destination are false. The U.S. government does not provide help or financial support for non-citizens. That's their statement on Twitter. And now Twitter has the ability for readers to add context to statements that they think maybe need a little context. And here's a little context that's been added from the readers of America says this statement by CBP is misleading 
as the federal government funds non-government organizations such as the Catholic Charities to assist in travel, food, and shelter for illegal aliens and is coordinated by FEMA. So, <laughs> you see how slick they are. They tell you, we're not, we're not giving anybody any money. Okay, fair enough. But we're giving it to Bob over there who runs a Catholic charity to give to the people so they can get to where they want, get some free food, get some for cell phones, maybe some new snakers. So you see how they do it? They're giving the money to all these other non-government organizations from the government to help with all this stuff. And they go, we're not giving any money to anybody. It's so stupid. And it's, again, just lies from the federal government. Misleading. Deceptive, twisted, just a little. See, on his, on his face, it could be true. Like, well, we're not directly giving money to any legals or transportation. Blah, blah, blah. Well, okay. That's the way old devil does it. Twist it just a little. It's unbelievable. Okay. Well, let's see. What else do we have happening in the world of politics? We have down in Texas the um, Attorney General Ken Paxton down there seems to be doing a great job. From what I can tell, I don't live in Texas, but I read Texas news and he's got a statement out. Let's just read it. It says here, this is a statement from the attorney general. Texas faces a critical moment for the rule of law and the will of the Texas voters. Only months ago, Texans went to the polls and made a choice. They made a choice during a primary where over a one and a half million Texans cast their vote. They made that choice again when over 8 million people voted in the general election just yesterday, four liberal lawyers put forward a report to the House General Investigating Committee based on hearsay and gossip parroting long disproven claims. Today, that committee has asked the Texas House of Representatives to use their unsubstantiated report to overturn the results of a free and fair election. This process provided no opportunity for rebuttal or due process. Imagine that. They even refused to allow a senior attorney from my office to provide the facts. They rejected every attempt to seek a full accounting of the truth. I can't even imagine a government body would do that. By attacking the office of the AG, corrupted politicians in the Texas House, led by liberal speaker Dade Phelan, are actively destroying Texas' position as the most powerful backstop against the Biden agenda in the entire country. The rhinos in the Texas legislature are now on the same side as Joe Biden, Alejandro Mayorkas, and it's Chucky Schumer, collaborating to tie our hands and render Texas less powerful and effective in the fight for the nation's future. They, are, they want nothing more than to sabotage our legal challenges to Biden's extremist agenda by taking me out as the state's attorney general. There's a reason CNN called Texas a legal graveyard for Biden policies. Wouldn't that be great to be your badge if you were a state? The legal graveyard where the Biden policies go to die. That's awesome. Anyway, he says, I'm doing exactly what voters elected me to do. It's a sad day for Texas as we witness the corrupt political establishment unite in its Ill illegitimate attempt to overthrow the will of the people and disenfranchise the voters of our state. It's just, it's just crazy. What's happening out of Texas? Texas has kind of gone pretty liberal in many of the cities, Houston and Austin. They just, they're already gone. Austin's been gone for some time. You know what I mean? Liberal weirdos down there in Austin, tons of them. And, uh, and it's, it's Dallas is too. It's, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. There's a good morning text from Fayroy. Good morning, sir. Thanks for, thanks for the text, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you a lot. All right. So anyway, that's happening. What else we got happening? It was just world of news. We got this and this is not, this is, this slipped into the political category. It's not really politics necessarily, but it is a story about target. The, the store target. Well, I have, I have a report to tell you this morning. It needs a little fanfare probably because it's good news coming in from target. Target has lost $9 billion in market value in just one week after their rollout of the LGBTQIASTQRSD plus 1279865 children's clothing. They uh, rolled it out, put it at the front of the store, got little children's mannequins even to, uh, to go. You know what? There's this huge 
market uh, of people that want those, uh, it's point zero 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 one five six two seven percent of the population wants that stuff. So of course they got to put a big display, put it in the front of the store. And there's a guy here uh, filming all this. He's like, "Where is the Memorial Day set up? Where where is the the flags and the you know America and to celebrate and honor those fallen veterans? You know, where, what do we got, America? Oh, we don't have any of that stuff. We got some little cheap China made flags over here, but we got this pride display in the front of the store. Anyway, they've lost nine billion dollars. That's kind of where I'm going with all this. Nine billion with a B. That's a pretty good number." Uh, for a week, <laughs> a week's loss. Phew. That's great. Isn't that exciting news? Just kind of put a little bounce in your step today when you hear that kind of stuff. I, 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 and so supposedly, we've been told they moved the stuff to the back of the store, but some people are going around filming this. No, it's still in the front. It's still in the front. So I don't know. You got to go to your local Target and just do, don't buy anything. Just go in and expose them. Do a little video action. Expose their satanic ploy to come out and destroy the, the children. So anyway, they, they're losing a bunch of money. They're, they're, they're the next, they got bud lighted, still getting bud lighted. It's, let's continue to take them down. <clears throat> I talked to somebody yesterday who's a target lover. It's a female. She said, there's nothing they could do to get me to stop shopping at target. I, I was so disappointed in that statement. Somebody that I, I know I love dearly. It's not my wife. Now don't, don't get that wrong. Somebody else, a friend, there's nothing Target can do to make me stop. I said, like, you got to quit that. You got to stop. Quit it. Stop it. Come on now. Stand up. Take them down. So, uh, anyway, that's good Good news for Target. I mean, for us, about Target. They are tanking, baby. Good stuff. All right. What do we got? What else we got? I got this. I talked about this. Montana bans drag queen reading to kids at libraries. Good on you, Montana. See, you got to do this stuff. You got to put this legislation in effect because they're going for the kiddos. It's unbelievable. Did you see? So, so we got the big announcement. We need to talk about Ron DeSantis coming out as the uh, you know candidate and all that. But I don't think I got a chance to talk about this the other day. And there is. Uh, there could be a problem with Trump's campaign next year. Maybe a problem. It may not be. You never know. Politics is weird. But President Trump is facing uh, legal challenges, as we know. And I've got an unknown caller coming into the show. Let's see who it is. Unknown caller. Good morning, unknown caller. How are you? Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me okay? I can. Did you want to be live on the radio show? Oh, sure. Good. What's on your mind? Okay. Um, well, my name is Lola, and my phone number is uh, 539-286-3493. And I live way out here, babe. I'm looking for somewhere to go. I get SSI, but I'm looking for an apartment or something, and I can't find anything. And oh. if anybody could find something or have something, I really need somewhere to go by the first of the month. Okay. I tell you what, uh, a, a good option for you also is to call back during Tradio at 9 o'clock. And Tricia will okay. take your number and she'll put it out there and then we'll put it on the website and stuff like that for you. Okay? I appreciate that. Thank you so you much. You betcha. And good luck to you. Thanks for calling. Appreciate that. You betcha. That'll be Tradio 9 o'clock with Tricia. Buying, trading, selling, giving away, and making announcements, okay? All right, so cool stuff right there. Anyway, so Trump's going to be in court next year in March. Threw up, threw up his hands in frustration last week as the judge scheduled his criminal trial for March 25th of 2024, putting the former president and current candidate in a Manhattan courtroom in the heat of the presidential primary season. He's going to be campaigning from court. So will that put the uh, will that put a dent in the deal? He can't be out there having rallies. He's going to be court. This is election interference. Ugh. It's never happened before. It's very unfair, says Trump. It's exactly what the radical left Democrats wanted. It's called election interference, and nothing like this has ever happened in our country before, Trump added. Trump has pleaded not guilty last month to 34 felony counts of falsifying business records 
related to hush money payments made during the 2016 campaign. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. And so that's happening next year. So we'll see. Yeah, you know, who knows? It probably won't even affect him at all. If I just keep on doing this deal. All right. So I didn't get to hear the dadgum announcement with Ron DeSantis. I was doing something probably extremely important. I don't know what it might have been, but I didn't get to hear it. Did you guys get to hear it? I heard that there was some really bad technical glitches in the beginning of the program. He did it on Twitter with Elon Musk. And from what I have read, it was a technical nightmare in the beginning, and then it kind of got better, and, and then he went on with it. But it's not good. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of not good when you're trying to make some big show and you you know big the big moment, and then then the technical part goes. I mean, trust me, I know I do it on radio all the time, right? We we do something and then something stupid happens, and computers and you know what they do, and technology and all this. It's, it's kind of not good. It reminded me of the time I sang the national anthem, which I, nobody, I mean, well, some people want to sing it in front of people, but not me. But anyway, I did it as a favor to somebody who was sick when I was traveling around with professional bull riders. And I was asked to sing the national anthem at uh, Omaha, Nebraska, in the big arena. It's like, it's like the BOK or the Paycom Center here in Oklahoma City. It's a big arena, the PBR. I mean, you've been to one probably. 15,000 people there, whatever it was. And, and I'm going to sing a national anthem. I'm scared to death, of course, as you can imagine. I've rehearsed, man. I've got, the, I went and bought a little, a little, um, oh, you know, like a, what do you call that little instrument? You blow on it, it gives you the key you want to sing in, you know, whatever that's called. Okay, that's what I'm, you know, I had the key so I could hit the notes, you know. And, of course, I had <laughs> – you've been singing the National Anthem your whole life, but, boy, you better check the words over again to make sure you're getting them right. So I got – you know, so I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm nervous as I can be. I got the microphone in my back pocket so because I'm down on the on the floor, in the arena floor in the dirt, and they're like, okay, the, the spotlight's going to be over here on you. It's real dim, and then Todd's going to give the prayer, and then after the prayer, you you'll during the prayer, you're going to walk out to here, and then – when he's finished, boom, the spotlight comes on you, and then you start singing. Okay, all right. So, so here's my moment. <clears throat> I got to sing the national. So right, here he goes. He starts praying. The lights are all off, you know, in the, in the arena. He's praying. I walk out. He finishes. Amen. And boom, there's the spotlight. I bring the mic up. It's a wireless mic, of course. And I start singing. Oh, say, <laughs> you know. You know how it goes? You've been there. And there's no sound coming out of the speakers. You know, all I could hear is my little voice down on the arena floor. I'm like, oh, my God. Help me, Jesus. I mean, I mean, no sound coming out of the speakers. I'm in panic mode. What has happened? <laughs> then I shut the mic off inadvertently, you know, right? So that was my first thought. And so I take the mic. It's one of those cordless mics. And I look at the bottom of the mic to see if the lights are on. I just did it a little quick, like that. And sure enough, the lights are still on. So I'm thinking, okay, it's it's on. I just kept singing. I didn't know what to do. I thought, well, do I stop and just, you know, look at the sound guy and go, hey, you guys good over there? What's good? I didn't know what to do. I just kept singing. And at the whole time, I was silently praying that God would not allow me to faint on the floor of the arena. Just Bam. I've done that before. <laughs> That's a whole other story we won't go into today. But anyway, I just kept singing. I just kept on singing. And then about halfway through the song, here comes the sound. And it came up. And I, I'm on the big jumbotron, too. They got that big old jumbotron, and I'm my face is right in the middle of that thing. I'm just singing my little heart out down there. No sound coming out. It felt like Governor DeSantis with his opening deal and it all got screwed up. Anyway, that's, that's a long story about nothing, but anyway, it's story time. Once in a while, we do story time. So he's come out. He's out there. He's now a part of the campaign. He's going to run. And then him and Trump are going at each other. Have you seen them? They're all talking about how bad they each were 
during COVID. You locked them down. Well, you locked them down harder. Well, now you had Fauci working for you. Well, yeah, but you, you're just an established Republican. Oh, really? Anyway, so they're, it's, it's going hard already. And it's what? May 26th of, of the wrong year to be campaigning. We should make a rule. You can only start campaigning in, in the year of the, of the vote. Can I get an amen? Somebody in the back. Let me tell you, we, it's, it's a long campaign season. You know? Okay. Anyway, um, oh, my mouse is about to die. Oh, it's reconnected now. That's good. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and continue on with the Brewers Briefing. You don't want to miss a second of it. Stay with us. Thirty-two is our time. It's Friday. Do you feel good on just a little bit more good on Fridays? Ah, I do. I love Fridays, especially long weekend Fridays. Of course, my Monday is Memorial Day. We will not be uh, doing the program on Monday because we never do the program on Monday anymore. We ceased and desisted that. We do Tuesday, Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Fridays now. Just because trying to keep you people on your toes out there. Hope you guys have a great Memorial Day coming up soon. All right, I got an amen from the back on the text line. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. You want to get involved in the program, now, the way to do it is text or call. And the number 918-756-3646. All right, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was on the Laura Ingram show calling out Pfizer's clinical trial data on national television. He says, and this guy's been all over this, which is good. That's one of the reasons I like the guy. It's really the only reason. He said it took him 22,000 vaccines to prevent one death. And if you're going to give 22,000 vaccines to prevent one COVID death, you better make sure that the vaccine is safe. Can't say it's effective, obviously, but it needs to be safe. And that the vaccine is not killing people if uh, he said in Pfizer's clinical trial, the vaccine group had a 23% greater death rate from all causes than in the placebo group. It was a product that should have never been approved, much less mandated. So you got this product out there. <clears throat> Takes 22,000 vaccines to prevent one death. According to, the, according to data, and in so you got these two groups. So when you do a clinical trial, you got a placebo group, and then you got the other controlled group. Maybe other, there's lots of ways to do trials. But in the vaccine group, uh, it's a 23% greater death rate from all causes than in the group that got nothing. Hello, and yet let's go out. And let's mandate that product and, you know, just scare the people and threaten them with their jobs. Well, just go ahead and fire them if they, if they refuse that stuff that's got the 23% higher death rate of all causes. If you take it, your job, you're gone. I'm telling you what. If you get a chance to watch any of those videos out there that are reminding you how it was back during COVID, you need to watch it because we forget how bad it was. And these videos, people are putting montage videos together that you'll see if you're on social or Twitter or anything out there, it's all over the place. It, it was crazy. I don't know if you've, you've forgotten. I think you've forgotten a little bit. You remember some of it, but. It was so bad and so crazy, and 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 these all these mandates. I mean, our government mandates, business mandates, school mandates, mandates for children, all this stuff for, for this horrible product that was not only killing people but maiming them and injuring them and causing all kinds of problems, all kinds of injuries, and and, and you know, and so. It's a problem. I think this hangs uh, pretty dark on on Donald Trump. He pushed this thing so hard, and I know he he was he was well intended. 
you know, we got to get this vaccine out there because this COVID thing is really bad. It's really killing everybody. It's really going to, I got to do something. And, and he's the kind of guy to get things done. And he got that done, but it was a problem. But it wasn't necessarily his fault that it came out so badly. But it was terrible. And it, and it still is terrible. So anyway, so you got, you got Robert F. Kennedy Jr. out there on that campaign trail. Now, that's all I ever hear him talk about. So I don't know what else he has to say. Other than, and I also, something else I like what he has to say, is he's against governments and big companies coming together in fascist tactic and strategy to uh, to affect nations. And uh, obviously, particularly America. He talks about that quite a bit, too, which I really like, because that's, that's bad. But he's given no voice from the Democrats. They're getting no love to this man on their side of the party. He, they, they will... There will be no debates with our president, et cetera, et cetera. So here's somebody texting in, proud to say I did not take the vaccine. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm so I'm so thankful, really. And, you know, some of you took it. I, I was talking to a guy the other day. He's like, yeah, I took it once, got one booster, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? Why, man? And anyway, somebody said here, it sounds like, good population reduction tool and that's boy that's on the table right there for sure is that what the plan was anyway um where was i going with all that i was going somewhere uh, yeah but taking it and, and and so i don't know it's he's, he's so that's out there that's out there. what else we got and there was another story, and this is, I'm going to tell you about this, but I can't play it for it because it's 21 minutes long, and it would be echoing because I can't get this thing figured out. But General Mike Flynn had a tweet out there. He says, watch this important video with Dr. Martin. He said, I agree with 99%, especially his expert testimony, but where I diverge is what now? What are the next steps that must be taken to hold people and entire institutions accountable for gross violations of international law? People must be held accountable. So there's this guy, Dr. Martin is his name. And there's a guy named Kim.com that put this out there. And I don't know where all this, this is probably to be found everywhere, like on YouTube and stuff like this. I would, I would search Dr. Martin, a biological warfare, COVID-19, European Union stuff like that. So he was he was telling this group of people, and I think it's at the, it was at the European Union. He said, "I stood up here ten years ago and warned you guys about taking the same path where America has taken, where where companies can patent or governments can patent basically biological warfare products." And he said, "I warned you about all this stuff." And he said, COVID-19 was an act of biological warfare perpetrated on the human race. It was a financial heist. Nature was hijacked. Science was hijacked. And, of course, people were hijacked with this deal. So I haven't seen this yet, and I really want to see it. Uh, I've seen just the first part of it, and I didn't have time to get into all of it this morning because it just came across it. It's 21 minutes long. They say this is the most important video you will watch this year. Millions were killed with COVID-19 for profit. And so I do want to see this. And and I, I'm i telling you what, I, I just pretty much believe it already. I really do. I, I just, there's no way that I believe this was some accidental thing that just slipped out of the lab <laughs> and did all it did. I, I don't believe that. I, I, I have, you know, I have... Uh, cynical feelings about governments, world governments, our government. They lie to us all the time. The media lies to us all the time. Everybody's lying to us all the time. And I could see them totally doing this. Absolutely. Shifting the wealth, you know, and, and you saw the big, big people got rich, rich, rich off the stuff. Walmart. And, I was going to say Kmart, but they're not around anymore. Walmart and the big box stores, Home Depot and Lowe's. And they, oh, remember, you, you had to shut the little guys down. Nobody could shop there. You got to go to the big stores to shop. It's okay. There's no COVID in the big stores. As long as you follow the arrows going down to Walmart aisle, you keep six feet apart. You get, and they got the plexiglass up. Of course, that's safe. Anyway, I don't know. I, I can't wait to watch that. So I'm, you guys watch it too. 
Dr. Martin, Biological Warfare. Check it out, COVID. I'm going to watch that over the weekend, maybe. All right? I'm just trying to keep you people informed of the good stuff here. General Mike Flynn, he tweeted that out, too. So that's that's where you'll find it if you want to see that. Um, What is this? What is this? I've, I've saved this for you, but I haven't read it yet. Let's see what it is. It's got to be good. If I saved it for you, it's good. WHO warns of unusual surge in severe myocarditis in babies. UK authorities are investigating an unusual surge in severe myocarditis, which has hit 15 babies in Wales and England and has killed at least one, according to the WHO. Huh. Well, I got to guess. I got to guess. I think I can help y'all what this might be. On Tuesday, the WHO issued an alert that said there's been a, a rise in severe myocarditis in newborns and infants between June of 22 and March of 23 in Wales and in England. And they're going to check it all out. They're going to get back to us. Okay, so I'll let you know what they say. I have an idea myself what it is right there. Um, Golly, what else? Hmm. I'll, I'll go ahead and throw this out there at you. Okay, I want to. I want to. I want to. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I'll just continue moving on. So here's a guy that tweeted this out this morning, or yeah, yeah, this morning. This guy's pretty good. Bjorn Lomborg is his name. Pretty smart guy, I think. Follow him. He said last year tuberculosis likely claimed 1.4 million lives. Anybody ever heard of that? Like, I know you, I know you heard of, of tuberculosis, but did you hear that it's killed a million and a half people likely in the last year? Anybody, anybody, any news? Any, any, no. wonder why that is. Uh, more than the total of COVID deaths. You, so you would think that's eh, kind of a, important if we're kind of looking at how many people are dying around the planet from whatever disease. He goes on to say a global investment of $6.2 billion a year would eradicate TB in the next 10 years, saving 27 million lives by mid-century. Guess what's probably not going to happen? <laughs> that. Why is that? Why is it? I mean, if it's all about saving people, right, and, and you know, rescuing the planet from these bad diseases, well, there you go. There's you an opportunity. TB, still killing people. TB, has been around for a minute. And he's like, you know, we could eradicate this. Uh, with this investment, you know, estimates, of course. And, and nothing's going to happen. I, I don't know. It's it's it's, uh, it's interesting. It makes you think something else might be going on with, you know, these entities. Reckon? Okay. What's happening in the world of education, you ask? I don't know. Here's this. Chicago schools will now allow illegal migrant children to enroll in schools without any health records. However, you American students will still be required uh, over 16 different shots before <coughs> I need shot myself. Sounds like, um, Americans still got to get all these <laughs> shots, vaccines, you know, you can trust them of course, but the illegals, they don't have to have any health records. No, no, rel no records, no shots, no, speak English. Nothing. Come on in here. Enroll up. We'll force the teachers to learn Spanish and whatever language you're speaking. And uh, see how brilliant we are in our in our school systems. The people that are, you know, running the show, like Pedro Martinez. He is uh, the chief in the Chicago public school system. He called for the state and federal regulators to mandate the COVID vaccine before kids can enroll. He has no issue, though, with illegals enrolling with zero vaccines. How can this be, Pedro? How can this be? What are you talking about, man? Pedro Martinez, you're, you're the little kids. You're making the Americans take all the vaccines, huh? But not the illegals. Hey, they come on in a zero vaccine, eh? That's not a problem. I got a problem with you, Pedro. That is a problem. You know what I'm saying? That is the problem. But it doesn't seem to be a problem for Chicago schools. Do it. Come on in. <laughs> Hello. God. I swear, man. What is wrong with people? How, how do you get away with this stuff? 
I'm just curious. Is it well because we're so virtuous? Oh, look at us. We're going to let the little kids in. They're coming to this country looking for asylum and stuff. They'll get them shots later. They don't need them right now. But what if they got tuberculosis? Eh, well, it happens. I mean, seriously. That's how, that's how it's going down here, boy. The left undermining the rule of law and equality under the guise of equity. <laughs> Whew. Unbelievable. Chicago. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a place I'd want to live. How about you? Golly, I mean, the shootings and now this. And unbelievable. All right. Well, it's happening. I had a good time with that little Pedro Martinez beer right there. Okay, we well, we already did that story. So that's that. 847 is our time. About to run out of it. Here's some good news that happened this week. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, the high court, Supreme Court of our land, issued an opinion that narrowed the EPA's broad definition of waters of the United States, otherwise known as WOTUS. You've got SCOTUS, POTUS, and WOTUS. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. The court said the federal government must define WOTUS, which is waters of the United States, as a water source with a continuous surface connection to major bodies of water. It was a 9-0 vote, a huge loss for President Biden and his uh, commie uh, ilk. The decision upended an attempt by the Biden administration to regulate wetlands, lakes, ponds, streams, and other relatively permanent waterways, which had relied on a broad reading of the EPA's authority under the Clean Water Act, or the CWA, as we like to call it. So that's that's good. That's good news. I'm telling you, they're just they're just they're just grabbing all the time. Government overreach is it knows no limits, none whatsoever. And this is good. And so nine zero. That's pretty strong. <laughs> Hello, you know what I'm saying right there? Even the the old liberals sided with that deal. Um, so anyway, that's that's pretty much what that is. That's that's good. Anytime we see a, a big loss for the Biden administration, we do want to report that in the news. <laughs> it happens so rarely. So anyway, that's that's good. That's good right there. Let's see. You guys got anything? Fayroy's talking about population zero. Still studied it in the eighth grade in 1967. Dude, you are old. Man, population zero. (laughs) Fayroy, maybe you need to teach us that class, okay? Because I know you bring it up a lot. And I know it's population reduction. The smart people think we got too many people on the planet. Elon Musk, however, is pretty smart. And he thinks just the opposite. We have not nearly enough people. He says that all the time. And he's got 10 kids himself. So there's that. So maybe you could teach that class. Okay. Anytime you want to get out here and do that right there, you can do it. Um, what else we got happening in the news? What is this? Uh, over in Arizona, so Carrie Lake lost all of her opportunity to fight that whole election. In Arizona for the governorship, she lost. She sent the Supreme Court of the other day. Said, now nah, your 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 signature deal, we're not buying it. Go away. And so she, she she's she's done. She's done trying all that stuff. However, there's problems in uh, in the government over there. Uh, the Katie Hobbs uh, deal. There's a headline a story. Katie Hobbs disaster gov staff mutiny from Arizona. Governor Katie Hobbs. And so people are leaving right and left. See what I did right there. And one of them is her chief of staff, Allie Bones is her name. And she, she must have wanted to leave pretty bad. She's knocking down 205 grand a year as a paid salary person for the chief of staff. And it's, it's so bad. She's willing to walk away from that. I'm like, well, whew, must be pretty rank over there at the, uh, and four other, three other people have left big top name people. I'm not going to go into the boring story of why they all left. But anyway, they're all upset and mad and they don't like Katie so much and they're out of there. Goodbye. So even though Carrie Lake didn't win, doesn't sound like Katie is having such a good time over there 
<laughs> she maybe wished she would have lost now. Like, I don't think this is that great. I think I'm out. But no, she's in. So you wanted it. You got it. Love it and live it and, and, and take care of it. we got to take it to the break. We'll come right back. Stay with us on the Brewers Briefing. It's about over. But my life is good. Really good. Well, mine is too, I guess. And I hope yours is too. And we got the man, the one, the only, the legend himself on the line. We call him Fayroy. How are you, sir? Okay, how you, buddy? Man, I'm better than okay. I'll tell you that right now. What's on your mind today? Well, you know, uh, we're talking back 55 years ago. And somewhere I heard somebody say or something that about every 50 years, the government would uh, recirculate stuff. You know, like uh, uh, maybe uh, they're, they're practicing this population zero more than they're uh, letting anybody know what's uh, going on. Well, they're not doing a very good job because the population continues to grow. You know what I mean? Worldwide, it's still growing. Big well, well, but you know, what, what's happening, though, is the people that's got the boosters and the shots and all that, they're kids in the future. We may not even see it that far along. Yeah. But they're, they're having a, either babies with health problems yeah, or dead babies. That's true. And we don't really know the fallout yet from where, where this is all going to go. We know that, you know, Billions of people took the vaccine and, you know, not all of it was tainted. Uh, you know, a lot of people have no problems at all, which is great. It's what we love, but a lot of people they do. Have so, well, it's not only that, but see, there were bad batches of stuff and batches that weren't bad. That's, that's what I've, what, from what I can gather. Some of the stuff went out, like batch number, you know, LTJ7526 really hurt a lot of people, killed people, maimed them, hurt them, injured them. And then maybe other batches didn't have the whatever, you know, in it that didn't, didn't hurt people. So that's my understanding. It wasn't like it was all the same stuff. I don't remember that batch. Yeah. LG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll write that down. You don't want that one. You don't want any of it. I'd stay away from all of it personally. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, probably kill me. Yeah. Yeah. So what else is going on? Well, nothing, man. I just, uh, I just wanted you to, uh, you never have looked up a uh, population zero and I know it's out there somewhere. I have too. What are you talking about? I've, I've looked it up. Can't believe you doubt me. Well, am I making this up in my mind or is probably some of this stuff I'm saying what's coming about? Well, I, so here's here's what ChatGPT says about it. Population Zero is a multiplayer online game that combines elements of survival, exploration, and blah, blah, blah. It's a game. According, This is the new thing called Population Zero. And really? players are casting and survivors. And it's some, some deal. Uh, so... Let me stop that. And was this taught in schools in the 1960s? Let's see what that says. I believe there may be some confusion. Population Zero is a video game, not topic typically covered in school curriculum. <laughs> so it doesn't even know what it is. And this is the smartest machine on the planet. It's been it's been uh, uh calculated or tuned to say that because I know different. Yeah, I know you do. <clears throat> well, listen, time's up. Sorry I bothered you. You didn't bother me. Why you apologize? That hurts my feelings. Well, keep, well, keep uh, on top of this stuff. I need to know when there ain't nothing on a regular TV that you pick up that's telling the other side. So. All right. I'll keep you informed, man. I got you back. Okay. All right. Okay. Hey, you have a good weekend. You too. All right. Before we go, I've got to let you know to quit buying North Face material. North Face, you know, the athletic wear 
they are pulling a Bud Light big time. They're they're totally woke, and so we're boycotting boar boycotting with boycotting North Face. Uh, they got some transgender boneheaded dude with a wig and a mustache prancing around out in the woods in a miniskirt. Summer of Pride drag queen bull. Where's my button at? And uh, so North Face is is needs to go. Needs to go. Bye bye. Bye-bye. And then Calvin Klein, don't be buying any of that crap. <laughs> they got a picture, man. They're pulling a Bud Light as well. There's a there's a big old fat hairy dude with man boobs in a sports bra, and he's got jeans on, and they're halfway kind of unbuttoned, and he's got them wide open at the top. And Calvin Klein, big fat underwear, big huge fat bearded hairy dude. And then some big old fat tattooed up chick laying in a chair next to him, all kickback. She's huge. And she's got uh, the Calvin Klein underwear on. So this is love. <laughs> what this is is unattractive. Anyway, so Calvin Klein, bad. I checked him out, by the way, on second secondvote.com. And and they, they, they uh, suck pretty terribly. Uh, North Face is bad. Uh, Calvin Klein, of course, is bad, et cetera, et cetera. Don't do this. It's probably it's probably a radio call. Let's just see. Maybe let somebody in here if they want to get in here. Hi, is this call for Brewers Briefing or Tradio? Tradio. Are you listening to your radio by chance? No. Why not? I don't know. Well, it starts in about thirteen seconds, and you're a little early. So I have I've got to I got to end this program, and then we'll start Tradio. If you don't mind calling it back, give me about sixty seconds, okay? All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye bye. Turn on your damn radio and you'll know what's happening right there. I know that's mean. I'm sorry. I was just being silly. You guys, it's over for me. You guys have a fantastic weekend, would you? Enjoy the weather. It's going to be fantastic. And and we'll see you on the other side. It'll be next Tuesday. We'll do a show again. That's the plan. Loving y'all. It's time for Tradio. Bye bye.